2: The Best Bits of the Week with Morgan.
4: Part 1. Behind
1: the
5: scenes with a member of the show.
1: What's up, everybody? Happy weekend. I'm joined on this fabulous Saturday by Amy. Hi. How are
3: you? I'm good. <laughs> How are
1: you? We've had a crazy week. There's a lot going on in Nashville this week, so
3: it's a little crazy over here. Yeah, it's CRS week. It's always a good time.
1: <laughs> yes, and we will dive into that a little bit, and I got some stuff to talk to Amy about. But first and foremost... In case you want to check out the bits and catch up on the show this week, what you're going to get over there. Keith Urban interview, Bobby shared his sleep study results, Lunchbox almost got arrested. Uh, I have a long-distance admirer. Amy's daughter changed her name at school. Raymundo wants to do shots with Sam Hunt and a Elderverse Millennial Championship. It was a big week on the show. There's a lot there. (laughs) So if you want to get caught up, part two, that's where you're going to hear that. All right, Amy. Have you been watching anything? I know it's been like super busy, but have you been watching anything lately that you want to like
3: review and talk about? I've, well, i watched a lot of the, I still haven't finished it yet. I got really into it last weekend. Uh, But the, who the blank did I marry? The TikTok thing? Yeah, I also saw you put it up on your TV so you could like watch it as a series. (laughs) Yeah, it's on YouTube. Someone loaded up all 50 parts, but split it into two different YouTube videos. So one YouTube video is parts one through 30 and the other one is parts 31 through 52 how long or something. Is that? It's 500 minutes worth of content. Oh my gosh. But I haven't finished and I've sort of just lost interest probably. Which is a bummer because I would like to see how this ends up. It's just more uh, you were so intrigued and it was fascinating that it was fascinating and then now you just feel bad mm. for everybody involved. Uh, and it just reminds it reminds me too that I mean sometimes yeah people are just awful it doesn't excuse or justify any of their actions if they are a pathological liar or they behave in a certain way then i don't know it's just becoming clear that it's like a mental health problem and then you just feel kind of bad like oh man if he could have been aware. Or he could have gotten the proper help. Like, maybe his life wouldn't have... Anyway. Dang. I don't want to ruin it in case yeah. people are going to start it, but... I do
1: know a lot of people have been watching. I'm pretty sure she has, like, over 3 million followers now just from the series. Wow. I think her name's, like, Reese, right? Is her name Reese?
3: Yeah, Reese. Tessa or... Tessa, it's... Yeah, her first name is with the R and the last name is with the T. Okay. I was going to say, I just know her from the username, so I'm not sure her name. Mm-hmm.
1: And I've heard all about it, but I haven't watched it. So... But it sounds like <laughs> it's a lot of content. <laughs> I think that was my turn off when I. Tried to go for watch like the first episode of it. I was
3: like, oh my gosh, this is this is forever. Well, she's very detailed. <laughs> she does not miss a detail. And then I guess as people would send in comments or ask questions, she would do some of the videos mm. are clarification videos. So she'd be like, Got this it. part, I'm going to go ahead and clarify this, 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 and this, just to set the record straight. <laughs> but she did a good job of detailing what happened to her. And her, her whole point in sharing it was to hopefully help someone else never get in the situation that she was in Mm. because there was a lot of red flags at the beginning that she just ignored and so obviously her talking about it it might help other people have their their red flag radar up yeah (laughs) she called it the united nations of red flags
1: (laughs) i love it that would have been helpful for me like six years ago (laughs) yeah so i like it okay or anything on tv anything else that you've been watching I know the you, new oh,
3: look. I started
1: that on Apple, too. the fashion one,
3: because mm-hmm. you were
1: watching Masters of the Air too, right? Yeah, on Apple, mm-hmm. which I love. Like that is yeah, so good. In. Like something with the the World War II stuff right now is what Apple's
3: focused on. Clearly, with the new look and Masters of the Air, that's probably why I like watching them both at the same time. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, y- you're really dialed in on what was happening over there during that time. But seeing it from the fashion perspective and these elite people where they're. Mm-hmm. where they live has just been taken over by the Nazis and now their whole world is changing.
1: Yeah, and it's based on a true story.
3: Yeah. Like, that's wild for me to think about. Like, that, I never knew these designers in that light. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Christian Dior and Coco Mm -hmm. Chanel and, like, what they had to do, what they had to overcome, how they had to contemplate, like, wait, what? I have to make a dress for the wife of a Nazi? No. But then when you get into the nitty-gritty of it, they were trying to survive as well. Yeah. So it's, wild. it's so crazy. Okay,
1: so both two really good ones. I did go on like kind of a a movie bender, so if you're looking for movies, all of these are pretty emotional, but I started with Priscilla. That's on Max now. The one about Elvis Presley's wife. I watched it. You, did you like it? I did. Um <laughs> I
3: was a little confused by some oh, things. Hey. Okay. Okay, well, what
1: Oh, okay. We'll have to talk about that after just in case so we don't spoil it. I don't want to
3: spoil anything, yeah. so just just <laughs> I mean the, the part of their story and her age that's known it's known that she was young yeah but I just don't understand what like to me I couldn't get over the fact that I felt like he was trying to find himself a virgin and then preserve her that way until he was ready to marry her mm-hmm. because it's not like he was being all virgin-ish you know he wasn't <laughs> at all mm-hmm. but he wanted to keep you know, he wanted yeah. to preserve her when and I do like I do find it really interesting
1: because we've had all these movies from Elvis's perspective. Right. And this comes from Priscilla's and she was an executive producer on it. So like she approved it. You know what I mean? Like whatever the storyline that played out, it wasn't like she wasn't part of it. She was. I think she was an, like executive producer or, or something on it. So she was approving what was happening, which means for her, that was her story. And that's what I felt like so alarming was there were just so many things I I didn't realize. I guess I made assumptions based on their age gap, but I just, you don't want to make those assumptions, right? Like you just are like, okay, well maybe I don't know everything. Watching that movie, now I'm like, oh, I know everything. Mm -hmm. And that feels weird. It paints him in a different light for sure. Like still a struggle and still some some messed up things. Like I still think he's a really talented artist, but it's definitely a, a way different perspective that I never had before on Elvis. Yeah, I recommend people watch it. Yeah, that's a good one. And then uh, the new version of The Color Purple is also on Max. I didn't realize there was an older version. I just saw like this new one. Have you watched that yet? I chance? haven't. I it's didn't okay. know there
3: there was a new version. So I'm going to go check it out, though.
1: Yeah, it was really good. It made me made me cry. Like that one was super emotional. And then I also went, watched one. Now, I, I got um somebody asked if I would watch this movie and like endorse and stuff. I was like, well, OK, let me watch it. It ended up being really good. It's a movie called Cabrini. Do you know that name? Does that name sound familiar at all to you? Okay, so it wasn't for me either. But she's an Italian immigrant, and she was a nun, and she came over to the United States, and basically, it's her whole story of like bringing over her nuns with her to the United States, and like trying to make the world a better place. And she's that's why she's now like known as and in history as like the Mother Saint. Um, and I'm not sure religion wise, I think it's more Catholic um, than anything. But it, it was really like a really cool, empowering story about this woman. And I had never heard about her from history ever. So that's a, another really emotional one. Like three really
3: uh, true story, emotional ones that are, that are tough. Yeah. Okay. I'm Googling about Cabrini. Yeah. So three good ones there. It looks like a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking
1: of like videos and stuff, I need to, I need to uh, take your advice because I got a TikTok video and I need to know if I should take this as a sign. Because you're like the sign queen, you know when it's like gonna be, uh, you know, good or should you listen to this kind of thing. So there was a a TikTok video, like you know, when you're scrolling on TikTok and you're on your for you page, yeah, and like you're not going, you're not searching content, you're just scrolling through it. It's popping up, and this lady popped up, and her name's Brittany, and she was reading cards. I think she reads energy, kind of like your cousin Amanda. And what she like was reading, like there was no hashtag, like I didn't search anything. This just popped up in my my feed, and it was like. I'm getting some insane energy that you're about to meet the love of your life. And I'm like, this, I was like, listen, but, like, but that's popping up for a lot of people. Yeah. Could, but it's like all about the algorithm, right? So like, does it pop up for you is kind of the question. And that's why it's like this question with the psychics on TikTok is like, you're not going out and searching this content. You're not going out and following them. It's like, does it pop up in your feed? Then it's for you. And so I'm like, do I take that as a sign? Like maybe like I have the feeling I listen, I ate the grapes under the table. I'm like really putting a lot of effort in like, and now I get this sign on my for you page. Is this like a sign I should take or is it just a coincidence?
3: It could be whatever (laughs) you want it to be, Morgan. (laughs) I feel like it could end up being just a coincidence. But what if it is a sign? Like, I'm okay with you thinking that it's a sign. What if it is? Because like the way she was talking, she was like, listen, you had to, you've had to let some people go. She's
1: like, you've had energy come in and it was not the right type of energy you were looking for. And But on the good news for you is that like these three other cards, like you have the love of your life coming. Like they are around the corner.
3: That's crazy. And I was like, okay, that feels that feels a little on (laughs) brand. I I do think that there's times where I'm scrolling and I come across something that I needed in that moment. Mm -hmm. Maybe you needed you needed that in that moment to maybe open yourself up to that this year. Like that was the thing that's going to open you up. Yeah, so maybe I just need like the the full. So it's like, maybe you can the open a little like, yeah. you're opening, you know, fully, fully, or to be looking for it, you know? Well,
1: and I think so much of like, you know, we talk about all the dating stuff and how just tough it is. I think you go in these roller coaster feelings of like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find my person. And then you like hit down and you're like, I'm never gonna find somebody. Like, there's no way. And so maybe it was, cause that's kind of the week I've been having after like a few dates I had where I just like was questioning a lot of things. And then that popped up and I was like, okay, okay, yeah, I am. So I think it pulled me back to the, yes, Morgan, you're going to find someone versus the, you know, the deep well that I was in where I was like, is it even possible anymore? Well, then perfect. It was for you. Yeah. It was a sign. Good luck. (laughs) Okay. So it was a sign. We're taking it. No coincidence. I love it. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. I love looking at friendships, especially female friendships. So, Amy, what type of friend are you? Like, are you the leader in the group that always plans things? Are you
3: more the laid back one and lets things happen? What's like your I'm role not the in planner. your friendships? I'm not, the, <laughs> I'm not the planner. I guess it depends. Uh, I am the, I like to host, I'll be the hoster. Okay. I'm that's like, a planning. Low key having people over. I'm definitely not the planner because I have friends that are planners. Like I'm thinking of uh, therapy cat and Gracie. Those are two of my closest friends. They are planners. They plan mm-hmm. things. They like to have things on the calendar. They like to have events. They like to have activities. They like to go do and gather in that way. I like to gather last minute at my house. <laughs> So I'm not the planner. Yeah, okay. What about
1: you? I can see that. But I, I see, you, I do see you having the leadership ability to do it, but I just didn't know what type of friends. Like, it's always based on the friends you have around you too, right? Like, how do your personalities fall
3: and what works for y'all?
1: And it yeah, sounds like, like that's what
3: works. Like, let me tell you, if those two, if they don't have something on the calendar to look forward to, they're sad.
1: Mm, okay. I'm
3: not. I'm like, wow, there's not a lot on my calendar. I am happy. <laughs> But I'm not saying that's the healthy thing, it, and I still enjoy people and being with people. It's not necessarily that, but I just don't have to have an activity coming up or a trip coming up or anything like that. Okay. Okay, that's they fair. They, that's, they, they plan, they rally, and I'm thankful for those types of friends because I will go to that. I mean, if it's on their calendar and I end up getting invited, then... It, it's on my calendar. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I will say with some friends, like speaking of Gracie, we have another friend, Allie, and like we're intentional about planning our hang times because we all work. We're all moms and life gets busy. So those are some girls where we have a quarterly lunch or hang or walk and quarterly. It's like, oh, well, wow, four times a year. We still see each other more. Like I just spontaneously walked with Gracie the other day. Like last minute, can you walk? But we know for sure we've carved out that. And mm-hmm. and I, I, I want to say maybe I was the one that suggested that. But I think it was out of me wanting to be more intentional about connection and me trying to do some of that. But, you know, it was quarterly. <laughs> so that's how you know I was in charge. But it's it's still, it's I think it boils down to being intentional. And I'm very, very thankful for friends that have that that personality, that gift. Cause it gets those of us that are maybe not as big planners out of our house. Yes.
1: Yeah. No. And that it's funny you say that. Cause that's, I'm a little bit more like your friends therapy cat and, and Gracie. I am definitely the planner. Okay, I'm also you go,
3: go, 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 go.
1: I love to do things. And I like, but what's funny too, is I've noticed in my friendships now, as we've gotten older and busier schedules and as we progress in our lives, like when I'll meet up with friends while we're sitting there, before we leave each other, we put something else on the calendar, like literally in our calendar, like we're hanging out together and it can't budge. Like, we're not going to move this for something else. Like this has to stay. And it's, and it's kind of like what you're saying. It's like once a month or something that I'll, I'll see one of these girlfriends. Cause she travels a lot. She's an artist. And sh- every time I see her, we're like on the books. I'm like, okay, which time am I seeing you next? What's, what's the next date? And we have it in our calendar and like, it'll, it'll pop up. I'm like, dang, a month already flew by and I haven't seen her, but it's on the calendar. And it's funny that that's like shifted in my life. Cause that was never the case before. I was just like, okay, I'll take somebody out on Friday night. I'll be like, who's coming out tonight? You know, it was so impromptu. And now I'm like planning weeks in advance just to see my friends. It's crazy. Welcome how that's aging. Yeah. That's, I don't love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not as fun and spontaneous. But it is important, and that's how you be, like, intentional and stuff. So I am typically the planner, but my uh, therapist has encouraged me recently to back off a little bit more. More so just because I, I love planning, and I love doing things, and I love being the one to bring everyone together, the gatherer. But I also love when that's reciprocated. And when you do it all the time, it's often not reciprocated. You know what I mean? And not intentionally. It's just expecting you to do it. Yeah. It's that's just, what you do. That's what our friendship or our, you know, relationships have always been. It happens for me and in, in all of my relationships, not just friendships. That's just what it is. And so my it, a lot of that, too, comes from like, I do like being in control of a lot of things, not everything, but most things. And so the way she's like, this is like a double edged sword. So. You have to back off a little bit to relinquish some control and like just allow life to happen a little bit more and just to allow people to show up for you too. And that's like a a good balance for you to start to have in your life. So you're not constantly always doing it. You can do it more and you can do it still be the majority one, but it's good for you to back off sometimes. And I'm like, okay, I'll try. (laughs) It's really hard though to do that, to not just like want to just take the initiative and dive in. I have to just kind of like wait. And I'm not good at waiting. You know, I want to
3: be like, what are you, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's going to be good practice for you. And also just being still and seeing what what is brought to the surface for you when you are waiting.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's because it's there hard. might be
3: a reason why sometimes you're. Go, 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 plan, 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 need to do, you know.
1: Yeah. And I know a lot of it comes from me like living alone. Right. Like i I want to be intentional about making sure I'm getting out of my house. It's really easy for me to just be like, okay, see you guys in five weeks. I'm going to like burrow down and I'll just be watching movies. I Because that side of me is very prevalent. I almost have to force myself to not be that way. And I think that's where a lot of that comes from. Gotcha. But it's just more so that I don't have to always feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders, you know, to plan
3: everything, to always be the fun one, to bring the life of the party kind of thing. I'm pulling up a recent text exchange with Therapy Cat because she got married actually two weeks ago this weekend and I think uh, so I texted her on Tuesday of this week and I said how's life back into the real world but married and she goes I hate being back here lol I need to be on my honeymoon for the rest of my life and I said uh yeah I feel you and I never even left (laughs) And then she said that her husband's dad came over and he said he got depressed immediately after the wedding. And she said, yeah, same. She goes, like, what do we live for now? Because the wedding was something on her calendar that was so exciting to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And then so a couple of days later, I texted her. I said, have you figured out what to live for now? And she replied, yes, I just booked a trip to Chicago today, LOL. (laughs) And then she laughed and I said, ha ha. And she goes, I couldn't help it. She goes, I was physically in pain with nothing to look forward to. And I said, oh, wow, that is wild. And she said... I think I have a problem, and this is coming from a therapist, so at least she's self aware. Yeah. Well, you, listen,
1: we're we're all going to have flaws, right? Therapist or not, we all have our our issues. It's just no I a mean, matter if you can recognize it, them. If that's going to be your flaw, like hey, it's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's not, not a terrible. bad flaw. But it is. It is. There is a reason you you want to be go go go, and whatever that reason may be is crazy. But it's just had me like looking at friendships a lot more, and just understanding humans and. It's not that, like, for me, it's not that anybody did anything wrong. It was just trying to own up for me a little bit more, like, why I'm always putting myself in that position. So, this is crazy. I, know. I will report
3: back. I will. On your will. ability to wait and it's- be still. <laughs>
1: What about you? Has anything exciting been happening lately? I had like, we could talk about CRS a little bit because I went to a ping pong tournament. But
3: like, has any? Oh, have wait. Been did Jackie fun? win? No. Oh, boo. Sadly. Jelly Roll beater. He did. <laughs> so it was really crazy, though. So that's our friend Jackie, who she likes to plan things, too. But one thing is for sure, she's going to be late. Mm, like, fair. She might be late, late. It's not just a couple minutes late. It could be 30 minutes late. And that's just how she rolls. See, and you know what? That's, but that's also just friendships in general. I feel like you just learn to understand each other and be like, this is what it is. Yeah. Like, well, it's, I think it's a thing to definitely tell Jackie a time that is way earlier than it actually is. <laughs> so that way she'll hopefully be on time. I have one of those friends too. I totally get it.
1: But no, she didn't win. It was, it was funny. So, guys, country radio seminar, CRS week is when basically a whole bunch of people from, country radio all over the country come to Nashville and like all of the labels and all of these different artists kind of put on like displays and play their music or labels are talking about their new artists. It's just kind of a way to kind of connect once a year. And so there's this event. I I hadn't been to it. They do it every year, but it's a pat like a paddle royale is what they call it. It's a ping pong tournament and like artists play against like people in the industry. And it was hilarious. I mean, when I was like, I was standing on these bleachers, right? I'm in a hotel, and we're in like a uh, one of those ballrooms or whatever. And there's these bleachers in there. There's all these ping pong tables. And I'm just looking around and there's like Sam Hunt and Brett Young and Jelly Roll. They're just all playing ping pong. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, who decided one day, like, let's do ping pong and have it be country artists in this industry. I was like, this is a wild moment. Like, it was a very, like, pinch me moment, too, where I was like, just to get a bee hanging out in that room where it's all these people who just, like, love country music and artists just getting to hang out and, like, be people while also playing in a ping-pong tournament. It was a cool moment. Well, so who ended up winning? Oh, Chris know? Lane, yeah. Chris Lane. Yeah, he oh. won last year and he won this year. Dang. It was him and Brett Young in the, like, the wow. championship. The two baseball players. Yeah, the okay. athletes. But it was fun. It was fun to watch. And, like, everybody's getting drunk and having a good time, too, on top of it, so.
3: Yeah, so, well, we're this airs on Saturday, but we're <laughs> recording it at work. So, tonight, Friday... There's the New Face Showcase dinner, mm-hmm. and that's when the awards are being hand- handed out. And you know the award that Lunchbox was really mad and Eddie that I got nominated for? Yeah, the Women of I Heart Country show. Yeah. So that's going to get handed out tonight. So TBD, we'll see about that. But the New Face Showcase, that's at the dinner where the awards are being handed out. There's about five mm-hmm. new artists, different labels that come out on stage, and they're so fresh that it's like, hmm, I wonder where's this going to go? They could make it or yeah. not. You never know. Well, and like that, the new faces too. One of the artists I remember one year,
1: there's been so many that have come through, but one year like in that new faces group was Luke Combs. Like if that oh, tells, yeah. tells people anything. Sam what Hunt that too. Yeah. And
3: I remember when Sam Hunt came out on stage and it was such a different sound. I was like, huh? Okay. Well, I wonder if this is going to work. And then now it's <laughs> yeah. funny because there he is. Sam Hunt. And then Luke Combs, of course. Yeah. yeah. All there to be in the new face showcase. I would say nine times out of 10, they're normally the ones that are going to make it because it's like the label has handpicked, like we want to showcase this person. Mm-hmm. So they're already on a trajectory that's upwards. So they just maybe don't have a hit yet or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that will be a fun dinner. Are you going to go?
1: No, I okay. was going to. And then I like gave up my ticket so somebody else could go. Okay. Get, mostly because I've been doing so much CRS stuff this week that I was like, okay, I think I need to tap out. Like come Friday, I'm going to be like crash. Crash and burn. I totally get it. But I'm so excited for you and getting your award. If I would have known that was happening, I probably
3: would have rsvp just to go and support well, you. Well, I don't know for sure that I'm getting it, right? Well, it's at least going to get announced, though, and like it'll be talked about, so... Well, I'm well, still, still nominated, but I don't know if, if I won. Oh, well, we, we're just putting that out in the universe oh, okay, that you okay, won. Okay.
1: I didn't know it had not been announced. I thought you already won. <laughs> so I'm just going to put I mean, it out there.
3: Maybe, I mean, some people may know, but I... I don't know. I'm just going to go. We'll see what happens. TVD. And then, you know, if I don't, it's not, I don't think there's any cameras. I don't have to watch my face or anything. No, like, I think you know? you're good. But like, like, if I was, was there, it? I totally would have a video for you. Like, I see. Cool. That this is why I wish I knew. What was it? Uh, the last award show when Lainey Wilson won and they panned to Kelsey Ballerini's face and mm-hmm. then everybody made like a big deal of it. And Kelsey was like, what? They really will make a big deal out of nothing. But Kelsey's face wasn't really anything anyways. But also... Someone has just lost an award. I mean, was it the Grammys? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Grammys. That's a huge award. So even if someone was making a face, it doesn't mean they're not happy for the person that won or they don't want to support them. But they're probably like, wow, this is a freaking Grammy. And dang, I didn't get it. Yeah, like imagine
1: in in the swoop of like one minute having to understand that you lost and support like one of your colleagues. Mm -hmm. Like that's what that has to feel like. And both of those things... As we often say, I mean, I both say this a lot, like two things can be true. Like you can be sad and you can be happy. It's just what's going to come across in your face. Nobody knows. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, that's exciting. I'm excited for you. And I, I just believe you've won and you're going to win.
3: We'll put it out there. That's what's out in the universe. TBD, I guess we'll find out. And then, of course, if I do, then that'll be a whole thing on Monday with Lunchbox and Eddie.
1: Oh, yeah. I really hope you win. Just just honestly, not even on top of like the fact that you deserve it and you should win it. But like, I just hope you win. So <laughs> they, they kind of put their foot in their mouth. So drama. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
0: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots.
1: All right. This may make you think like, I didn't really give you a heads up that this is coming, but what's the weirdest thing that the internet has made you do? And I'll explain. So like I, <laughs> I learned that if you put rosemary rosemary oil in your hair and like wrap it in saran wrap and sit in it for a few hours, it's like really good for your hair growth and like really beneficial to your scalp and whatnot. And so <laughs> I found myself sitting on my couch, the little saran wrapped head. And I felt so ridiculous. Like I was like, I bet if somebody looked at me right now, I look like a straight up alien and I have lost my mind, but I'm hoping it works. And the internet has convinced me that it does. So I'm going to try it out. But I look so ridiculous that I couldn't like think of all these other people who've probably seen stuff on the internet and be like, you know what? I'm going to try that.
3: Yeah. But I mean, I don't know that that is too crazy or weird. Um, I think was I mean, more that
1: I had Saran wrap on my head and I was like, what is my life? Yeah.
3: No, <laughs> I get it. I, I feel like I love a lot of things I learned from the internet, but... Probably for sure the season in which I was making my own deodorant, got that from the internet. Really? And so that was the whole thing. How long did that season last for you? A while, but then I found a company that basically was making what I was making (laughs) without me having to go buy every (laughs) ingredient. And so I just started getting that. So now I order it on Amazon. I would still make my own if Milk and Honey didn't have theirs or they discontinued it for some reason, but- the guys thought I was pretty weird <laughs> for making my own deodorant. How do you make it, your own deodorant, by the way? Like, what was the process of that like? Uh, coconut oil, um,
1: like, but were you putting it on a stove, like in the oven? Like, no, you just stir it to all
3: together, and then it kind of like hardens. To cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember the fl- amaranth flour or some powder, powder, probably not flour. Um, a little bit of baking soda. I, I would do a vanilla essential oil because i liked that vanilla some people would mm. do lavender but i don't really love the smell of lavender i don't either it so, kind of always throws me off a little bit yeah, when i smell it not my favorite um yeah and i'm pretty sure that's it it was only like four ingredients and you d- would you like p- pack it in something or how mm-hmm. would you- yeah i put it in a little round tupperware thing and then but you had to get the ratios just right because the coconut oil that i know you wouldn't want it to be too much and then you had to keep it out of the heat because it would melt. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. That's so interesting. The consistency of the one that I buy is definitely different, but it's the same ingredients. And But well, however they're they doing have machines
1: it. helping them and stuff too. It's not mm-hmm. just like you trying to make it on a yeah. stove.
3: Or they have the better ratios that help. Yeah. There's no stove. You would just oh, yeah. put Sorry. it in a bowl a and stir. Bowl. stir, stir, stir. That's yeah. so crazy though. Mm-hmm. That blows my mind. Yeah. It's just like a cream. It doesn't have to be. Heated up or anything. Wild. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one though. Yeah. Way back in the day, I made my own video. So I'm sure I was the person on the internet making, give, <laughs> people were seeing where they're like, now I'm going to make my own deodorant. Um, I remember I made the video. It was in Austin and Ray was in it with me. Why was Ray? In- I have no idea. I think he was just at the station at the time that I was doing it. So I was like, Ray, do you want to be in my homemade deodorant making video? That's funny. Yeah. It's probably no longer on the internet either. I'm sure when we wiped the, the, cause we wiped the
1: old Austin videos a while ago. I know. I bet it was part Depressing. of that. And we never saved, we only saved what you guys wanted to save. And <laughs> so I can, I didn't,
3: I was too, I didn't have the energy to go figure out what I wanted to save and not. And I really wish I would have because the Taylor Swift painting that I did is gone. And I have no photos or videos of it other than what I put on. I'm sure on an old computer somewhere. Maybe I have mm. it downloaded. But when I painted her that portrait, I don't have it. I don't even I don't have it. I don't have a single picture anywhere. And it was on YouTube. And that was the only place I had it because I made a YouTube video. And you guys didn't get like a photo together or anything? No. So happened? we got a photo together at the concert. But Taylor, when you were back in the meet and greet, you had to put your phones away and they took the photos for you and printed it out. And then when you were walking out, you took your printed photo. Oh, so that's somewhere. Oh, I have away. that, but, okay. but but for whatever reason, I didn't hold up the portrait in that photo. I think we like <laughs> set it to the side. So, or someone from her team was like, "I'll take that." <laughs> so I'm like, okay. That's so I'm pretty funny. bummed, but I do have the photo. My hair was—I um, was wearing a like a turquoise sleeveless blouse, silk blouse thing with jeans, and I remember my crossbody bag. It was from Old Navy. I carried <laughs> it all the time, bodies. and my hair was. Pretty much, almost black. It was a dark, 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 dark brown. Oh, I've yeah, I still have the photo. Obviously, that's funny. I've seen it recently. Actually, that's probably why I remember every detail.
1: No, that's great. That's a good one. And but I also just appreciate too that you um, got vulnerable again and talked about your deodorant making. So thank you.
3: Yeah, (laughs) and then I'm sure I'll think of something crazy the internet's made me do. But I'm mostly grateful for any hack or trick or life tip that I learned from the I'm
1: internet. the same way. It's just funny that like all the things that you're like willing to do if you're like, okay, this could work. I'm gonna try it. And you feel kind of crazy mm-hmm. doing it. All right. Last thing we're gonna talk about. You know how like most people will be like, what is something I want to do more of this year? What's something for you that you want to do or like, sorry, I reverse that. They want to be like, I want to do less of this. They're like, I've done too much of this or like I'm, you know, overdoing it here.
3: But what's something you want to do less of this year? Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a quick answer. And I am. I already am doing less. That's good. That means you're yeah. growing and you're healing. Yeah, I mean, I think there's always a need for, I don't think we're ever done with stuff, but I just think that I'm over it for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's helpful. Um, but I, we we're just like coming at me at so many different ways and all the different things. And I think I'm in a place now where I want to do less of that sort of thing um, for the moment and we'll see where that goes but on my hinge profile I think one of the questions was like what's something you want to do this year and I just put do less (laughs) like like of everything (laughs) yeah just everything uh, you know just less less of it all Uh, which is more I think and I think more time just being
1: yeah existing Mm -hmm. in present life now, what about you? That makes sense. See, mine's mine. So mine's the reverse. This is the reason I brought it up, is I need to do more of this. I'm really bad. Like, no, no, not on purpose. Like, I'm just really bad at eating. Like, that's such a very basic thing. But like, I could be so busy and I'll eat like one time in a day and it was not on purpose. It's just what happened. And sometimes it'll be like a bar I had in the morning and then I'll have dinner at night. And I'm like, I need to eat more. Like, genuinely need to eat more. My body actually needs the energy. I think like I've figured out. Right, I went through all the nutrition stuff and like figured out I'm gluten sensitive, sugar sensitive and like I work out all the time. Like everything else is, I figured it out and I'm still exhausted (laughs) all the time. Because you don't have energy. And it's because I I literally don't have the calories in my body to burn the energy that I'm doing through. So I'm trying to really like purposely sit down time and like be like, you have to eat. It's not an option. Like I don't care if you don't think you're hungry right now, you have to eat. And it's like, I'm, trying to rewire my brain of being busy and that's been a like struggle for me that I just never realized this was an issue because I'm also a big snacker I love snacks like I could snack so you're
3: snacking
1: sometimes yeah yeah. some days I will some days it's like oh wow I haven't eaten anything but most days it's like I'm just snacking but like the snacking isn't helping me either because it's like I'm like oh that was lunch but Mm. it wasn't that's not that's not a meal that's not nutrients that you need for your body so I'm trying to do more this year by eating more (laughs) Which is not something like you yeah, might so you just have to be,
3: I think sounds To me like more intentional About meals planning yeah. them Bringing them to work if you need to And then mm-hmm. And I got a meal service so
1: like now I can Start making meals so now I can't complain that I don't what have... it, Like a what do you mean well, Yeah it's called like it's like home chef So like they send you the ingredients and stuff to oh, make it because, yeah, yeah
3: I didn't sorry I know what yeah, home like chef fresh is or hello fresh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what meal service is oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> No not like <laughs> That's fair. There's a lot of meals versus different variations, but it was more because like, I felt like I was always like, I don't want to look for a recipe or I don't want to like, I don't have this ingredient. I don't want to go get it. So it's, and I wanted to be able to eat healthy. So I just always, I always had excuses. Now I don't have excuses. Now I have food in the fridge and I don't have excuse. I just have to make the time to do it. We're trying it out. We're trying
3: it on. See see how it's going. Yeah, I feel like you'll get there. And Scuba Steve's really good about... He brings his lunch every single day and he eats it up and it always looks good and smells good and Mm -hmm. like you, he's got it down. He doesn't mess around. Exactly. Because I mean, he knows too, like if he doesn't eat, then he's probably going to get irritable and then he's stuck here for well after lunch and... I feel like he's got that system down of bringing his lunch. Our schedule is weird because sometimes we leave in time to where we can go eat lunch, and then other days we don't know and we can't. So yep. I think you just need to plan for being here for lunch. End of story. I know. I need to. I I have I do have my bar in
1: the morning. That's like my go-to or like a little yogurt parfait situation. It's the after I get home from work and everything's just pure chaos and life happens. So, I love that you're doing less of everything. And I am trying to eat more.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Those are our balances for 2024. You you need to plan more. Yes. Like I eat more in the sense I just need more calories in my body. (laughs) So that's going to be the the planning and work in Mm -hmm. like, so because of, if it's a time issue, um, sometimes that's what something I'll do is I'll try to make sure that it's a high calorie, high fat, you know, like Mm -hmm. throw it all in like the avocado, the get it get it all, get the calories up there. So if you are taking time to eat during that, then it'll sustain you till your next meal ish. I guess
1: that's true. And that's what the, the, like the meal services really helped with. Like they're, they're more fulfilling meals. It's f- filling. <laughs> Not fulfilling, filling meals. I don't know. I think both of them, okay. <laughs> uh, but they're more filling. So I don't feel so like, you know, I ate an hour and I'm like, dang, I have to eat again. I don't have time to eat again. So that's been helpful. But yeah, we'll see. That's Those are our, you guys can check back in with us in December and see how our do less and eat more went for us in 2024. <laughs> all right. Team do less. We got this. Uh, okay, we're going to head over to listener Q&A. And yeah, thanks for hanging out with us, friends.
2: That's the best bits of the week with Morgan. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the other two parts this weekend. Go follow the show on all social platforms. At Bobby Bones
4: Show And follow at Web Girl Morgan. To submit
2: your listener questions for next week's episode.